It's funny. People always be like, don't forget about the little people. It's like, why do they refer themselves as little anyway, you know? Why don't you just get big with me? Feel me? They can see it in my eyes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of John's Entitled Podcast, a partner of MoshPitNation.com. This week's guest is Justin Graves, drummer for the band Vexus. Also, you might recognize the name for Justin was the drummer of A Life Once Lost, uh, an older metalcore band, as it were, uh, from the uh, early 2000s or so. Interestingly enough, (laughs) this conversation actually happened in a very interesting manner, in my opinion. Uh, a friend of mine, Alfonso Seville of the band Heartsick, uh, who have been on this podcast and who I've talked about a little bit uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, most recently with the Rob Rivera episode of Nonpoint. Uh, we were, my wife and I were at a bar, and the bar has little to no service. It's basically a black hole. And the thing I enjoy about that is it requires the people who go to that bar to actually interact with one another and have a good time and not basically be on their phones all the fucking time. Um, I know as a 30 something. You know, I'm just as guilty of being on my phone when I'm out in public with people as as everybody else. But this place kind of forces social interaction, and it's one of the reasons I enjoy going to this bar, other than just, you know, the other reasons of going to a bar, which is drinking and so on and so forth. So I'm at the bar with my wife, and I end up getting notifications from Facebook somehow that I'm being tagged in a post or a live video or something to that effect. But it doesn't tell me whose live video it is, just who tagged me in the video. So I'm able to read my friend Alfonso's comment, basically saying, uh, check these guys out, we should book them, you should get them on your podcast, so on and so forth. Now, mind you, I can't see what band it is, I can't see anything about the video, uh, other than it's a live video, so I, I just have no clue what the fuck is even going on. So fast forward, just a lot of me commenting to my friend that I can't see anything and I don't know what he's tagging me in and so on and so forth and then it just kind of goes like that for a little bit and then eventually i just kind of was like you know tired of going the back and the forth and all that kind of stuff so i just tell them i go well if they're any good or they want to be on my podcast and you think they're good then like fuck it like you know have them reach out to me i'll have them you know i'll I'll let them be on no big deal so enough time goes by i get out of the bar and i'm on my way home and i kind of can see that this band is like at doing a live video facebook uh chat kind of thing at a bar itself or themselves i should say and I was like, all right, like they look, you know, like they could be fun and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, I kind of had too many to drink. So I just sent them a Facebook message and was like, yo, uh, my friend said you guys are like awesome and I should get my podcast. So like, fuck it. Like, let's make this happen. They reach out to me like a day later and they tell me to help their publicist. And immediately I'm kind of like a little sketched out because I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to get them because like publicists typically don't think I have a good enough reach for their bands, their clients and so forth. So I ended up uh, reaching out to their their uh, their publicist and I want to actually right now give a huge thanks to uh, Natalie over at Adrenaline PR. She not only set up this interview with uh, Justin Graves, but also the next week's episode you'll end up hearing, which is uh, Dave... Shivari from Il Nino slash Terror Universal. So huge thanks to Natalie from Adrenaline PR uh, for setting this up. And uh, yeah, so we ended up getting this set up pretty quickly. And the funny thing about it was, is I'm a familiar with the band of Life Once Lost. They are obviously an older band. But the unfortunate thing with doing interviews with 
bands that don't technically have anything out yet other than maybe like one or two songs nor any press is it just gets difficult to kind of be the guinea pig for a lot of people <laughs> uh as far as what do you ask because i don't necessarily want to ask questions that are super cliche but without there being an album out and without really being able to discuss much about that, it's kind of hard to say much, especially when a band hasn't played out a whole lot. They haven't toured. Uh, they're still relatively unknown in the grand scheme of like things on the Internet. So it's one of those where the band Vexes themselves have put out two songs at this point, uh, Plasticine and Lift. So they have two singles out. Plasticine has been doing really well, getting a lot of good buzz about it, going on stuff like, I think, uh, Blabbermouth and uh, some other sites like that. But again, it was just really kind of tough to think of what I wanted to ask Justin and talk about that could fill, you know, about 30 minutes or so without being super cliche. And I think I did a pretty good job. Um, it's always kind of tough when you're doing these uh, interviews with people. And, you know, what's interesting is... Since I ended up doing the Justin Gra this this interview with Justin Graves, the episode I did with Leonard, which is now a couple of weeks old, has really done well, uh, surprisingly to me. Um, if you remember in that episode, I kind of had said, and in a few other episodes basically coming into this new year, I said I wanted to start talking to bands and people from bands that aren't from necessarily from genres that I'm super knowledgeable on, and I just wanted to reach out and start doing fun interviews basically and the one with glenn is just caught on so well and i've gotten nothing but positive feedback there's been there's been a few things some fallouts of sorts uh on glenn's side which really sucks um the whole point of me doing the interview with him was that you know he he's from a different genre and a different background than i am but we know each other and have known each other for a long time so i figured it would allow us to both be kind of uh honest and sincere in in this and, you know, I think for the most part, everybody understood and got why we did it. And that's why it was successful. So as a result of doing that one shortly after I did this one with Justin, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe these questions won't be so bad. And, and you know, I, I just second guess myself a lot uh, as to what is good and what isn't. Uh, and I should just get out of my own fucking head, which is something I know I should do. Um, I tend to I tend to overthink things a lot and think that uh, things that I do or am associated with are, are just re <laughs> remedial at best. Uh, but being that as it may, um, the band has a new album getting ready to come out, Vexus, that is, uh, Ancient Geometry. And off the two singles that I already kind of talked about, Plasticine and Lift, uh, it shows that the band kind of is not in the we'll say like metalcore vein like you know you would have thought from a life once lost or a member of and i think that's kind of the hard part too is you know you get a band and you know they they tell you that there are members of x y and z bands and so forth and i think it's really hard to not have a preconceived notion of who's in it and that's something i actually get to talk to dave shivari of terror universal uh in next week's episode i kind of delve into that a little bit more but it's really interesting to kind of talk to some of these bands and some of the people in these bands that are that have been doing this for so long but basically are starting all all new in a new era like in a, in a digital era where social media is king and 
you know, it's, it's, you know, bands are older. <laughs> the people in the bands are older. And so, you know, they're not 19 and 20 and just hitting the road and, and touring incessantly and so forth. So, uh, it was a lot of fun talking with Justin. And I think, uh, even though it was kind of a short conversation, I think it will be fun. And I, I'm really interested to see what this band does. It's a, it's a band that's got a decent buzz around them. Like I said, based on their first, uh, two singles, mainly Plasticine being the big one. And I'm really interested to see what the rest of this record ends up sounding like. I'm interested to see if the band can actually tour and be a full on band in that regard. And I would like to see kind of where, where this band goes. Cause this is a band I think that could kind of fit in sort of where that thrice, at least you know actually thrice now is basically newer thrice uh they don't play a whole lot off of the old stuff from what i saw um but with that last thrice record like you know i could see them fitting into that kind of a world uh same with you know maybe even something like a a blind side or things like that like you know where it kind of is it's heavy but it's not i could also see them being opening for like a band like hundredth and you know, just just a lot of bands that have like a ton of energy and really great playing and, and kind of fill out a sound, but it's not something that can be pigeonholed necessarily into like, oh, you're a metal band and you're going to be with metal bands only. So uh, interestingly enough, I just I'm really interested to see where this band goes uh, once this record gets released and see what it does for them. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Justin Graves of the band Vexus. So I have the pleasure of talking with Justin Graves, formerly of A Life Once Lost, currently the drummer of a new band, Vexes. How are you doing this evening, early evening? I'm doing all right. How about you? Uh, I'm not enjoying the Arctic cold that we just got in the last couple of weeks, but I saw it looks pretty yeah, bad we're, out we're your way, too. <laughs> very, uh, yeah. I haven't left the house yet today because it's, uh, it's been pretty crazy since last night. Yeah. I, I just get really agitated when I spend all the time shoveling my driveway, and then uh, next thing I know, here comes a plow to, like, before I get to the mouth of it, and I'm like, you assholes. And then block me in. Yeah, I gotta, at some point later tonight, shovel out my car. So, let's let's kind of talk a little bit, uh, picking up from A Life Once Lost, you ended up leaving the band around 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's exactly when I left. Okay. Uh, I'm not really going to get into the whole why did you leave. That's kind of all you know, water under the bridge at this point. Um, but I, what I would yeah. like to know is what, what did you end up doing when you left the band? Because I'm sure something that I've always found kind of fascinating in talking to some people who you know were in a touring band for a handful of years is kind of the transition out of being in a touring band and kind of going to a more routine, you know, nine to five kind of lifestyle. Yeah, it was definitely definitely an adjustment. Um, and as far as what I was doing, you know, to be honest, I pretty much toured all the way from, you know, got 16, 17 years old all the way until about 30, which is when, you know, 2011-ish for me. And, uh, you know, it was nice to just take a little bit of time off and, and you know, 
live a normal life, not being uh, in a van 200 days a year <laughs> and playing shows all the time. You know, it was nice to, to just take a little bit of a break after all that time, you know, just enjoy life a little bit, you know, in one spot. Yeah. How long till you got the itch to start doing something musically again, though? Uh, I really didn't take all that much time off with, with playing music. It was just kind of, you know, I had been messing around with a couple different friends with musical ideas and, you know, I had started a couple little projects here and there. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it just I didn't find that momentum that I needed. And, you know, it, it, it's tough. You know, as the older you get when, when you're dealing with people, everybody has more responsibilities. And, you know, it's tough to get everybody on the same page, whether it be, you know, time and, and music and just making sure everybody can get along you know um you know you don't realize how lucky you are when you're in a band for a long time with the same people um and you know you really have a good flow going um it's not always like that and i kind of understand you know why bands go through different different members and different changes because you know people just start button heads but right. um you know so i had you know i had a couple different projects and not all of them had had uh you know met that that criteria of you know, just everybody being perfect for one another musically or, you know, and to where it was easy for everybody to get together. You know, there's just always something that ends up getting in the way, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, yeah, finally, uh, I had been looking for, for some new stuff. I was jamming with, um, with actually with Bob Carpenter uh, from A Life Once Lost, uh, the guitar player, okay. uh, who's actually a new member of Vex's. Uh, he's playing bass for us now. Um, and we had a little project going and uh you know we were we were looking for a singer and i had actually met charlie and he had sent me some stuff that uh that him and john were messing around with and i really enjoyed that so um you know that's kind of where we went with that and how that ended up happening so how long how long did it take from just kind of the the feeling up process for vexus to kind of you know, for everyone to kind of agree, like, okay, I think there's something here. Like, let's kind of explore this, you know, a little more in, like, in depth. Like, not so much, like, as just kind of like, eh, it's kind of a pickup project. Like, we'll kind of get to it when we want. But, like, let's take it seriously and kind of see, like, what we can do with this. Um, you know, when I when I met them, um, we still kind of had to figure out one member. That um, was the three of us, you know. Um, you know, I had kind of gotten a feel for what, what they were trying to do as far as just musical style in general. And, uh, you know, we kind of seemed all on the same page. We all had gotten along, um, you know, and once we, once we got a lineup together and this is earlier before Bob had joined the band, um, you know, I think our goal was just finish the record. Um, you know, it was sounding really good. You know, it was, seemed like it was something that we might be able to get a little, um, you know, just, positive feedback and, and, you know, turn some heads with. So once we, you know, had felt really good about it, you know, we, we decided, all right, from here, I guess we'll have to start playing shows and doing what we can with it. You know, um, there was no huge expectations. It was kind of just like, this is coming out and pretty incredible. We can't wait to just see what happens with it, see the feedback, see, you know, where it takes us, you know, and we still don't even know at this point, but, um, you know, even just having released some songs, finally, uh, it's nice to see where it's gone. It was a quite a long process to to just get everything up and running. You know, even once the record was done, um, 
you know, it was definitely a challenge, you know, in def- many different, many different aspects, you know, How, even uh, to just get where we are at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess I didn't know, realize that you had kind of, I don't know if self-funding is the the word I necessarily want to use for, for the writing of this record, but when kind of sitting down to write the record, what, uh, you know, cause kind of the leading thing that a lot of like revolver and a few other places that I've seen this, uh, like when you put out plasticine and people news sites picking up on it, you know, a thing that everyone's kind of running with is like, you know, influence buyer for fans of, I don't know what the, the better industry term is, uh, when doing this, but, uh, <laughs> you know, saying like Deftones, you know, coming off of like diamond eyes and Koino Yokan and, uh, gore kind of three sort of kind of more atmospheric, kind of heavier records thrice, just putting out, a that long title I can never remember correctly, um, but is probably one of my favorites that they put out. And then even, you know, I see like, right. like the one that uh, kind of is interesting to me is even like, you know, Poison the Well, like a lot of people would think of like, you know, the first couple of records of theirs, but kind of forget how they went in a completely different direction, more towards the kind of spacey atmospheric stuff, like on their last couple of records. So it's interesting to me to see so many people kind of, like a band that like I've kind of actually that's not been listed that I kind of was like when I listened to it I was like I could almost see like you guys in like hundredth uh, with the record they just put out this past year rare doing really good where it's kind of like this sort of like dream pop kind of soundscapes kind of thing but can get kind of heavy and, and jammy a little bit and I'm kind of seeing like this weird resurgence of this sound as a whole so like how long did it kind of take you to figure like that's kind of the route you wanted to go. I mean, at least from the two songs I've been able to hear off this record, um, it seems like that's kind of the sound that is going to be on this record as a whole. If I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, first off, that that band Hundredth, I, I didn't really know a whole lot about them, and um, John, our guitar player, had been uh, had mentioned them in the past, and they they popped up not too long ago on Spotify or something I was listening to, and I thought it was a really cool sound. And I see what you're saying; it's kind of got that. You know, almost like shoegazy kind of, yeah. you know, like you said, dreamy, you know, atmospheric kind of sounding, but it's still really heavy, you know, upbeat and it's heavy. Um, and I, up, you know, according to to some people, I guess they've kind of changed their style up a little bit. They were basically like sure. misery signals before that. So imagine gotcha. like if you were you know, misery and I, signals and then went to that, <laughs> which is what they did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes bands, you know, you, you can't, you can't question their motives too much you know without um you know you don't want to offend people for for taking a different route you know it's it's you know at the end of the day it's it's their their music and they want to take it in whatever direction you know if people don't like it you know they don't have to listen to it but uh it's cool to see you know a band just going a different route and and even if it means like something that's a little more accessible you know people don't understand you know sometimes you want to you want to reach new audiences you know not that the you know you have your core fan base and you're you know coming from from metal and hardcore and even punk you know and that kind of stuff it's you know it's great to just open up and and try to you know cross genre boundaries at times and just you know just open up the the spectrum as far as like who you can reach um you know, and that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. You know, there's so many different influences. You know, and obviously it's easy for people to point out the Deftones one, but you know, once people listen to the record, I think they'll they'll hear more in there. Kind of like what you said. You know, you get a the thrice vibe. You know, cave in. We like 
bands like Poison the Well, Quicksand, you know, even like that 90s sound. Yeah. You know, that we like came up with a lot of that, those kind of bands. Yeah. And really, it's just that, that whole world that, you know, has kind of impacted our, our, our musical taste. And, uh, you know, we just kind of want to bring the best elements of that into, into our songwriting. You know, we didn't come into it thinking like we want to sound like anything particular. I think we just have that, all have that taste for, for that sound and that influence and, you know, that heavy dissonant driving music that, you know, goes in different directions from being super heavy to being melodic, but, you know, kind of just still sounding like a, like a, like a hole, you know? Yeah. Um, kind of weird today i was listening to as i was listening to the few songs you guys had and kind of trying to get more of my head wrapped around the the music i also was listening to uh silence by blindside and i don't know if it's just because i listened to those your songs and then that album like back to back but there was a couple of songs off of silence that i was like you know i could i kind of get like a little bit of a blindside vibe at times and, and i think it's just more like some of the melody like the vocal melodies i think but Right. I, I don't know. It's it's not yeah, really a band think... I think of that when I try when I'm like, oh, I feel like Blindside's an influence for somebody in the, like in this a band. I would definitely say that they were they are an influence. I mean, I know that I, I wasn't like very familiar with them, you know, until the past couple of years. It was just not something I was really exposed to. But but John and Charlie, um, you know, are definitely huge fans of that band as well. So. You definitely nailed that one. I'm sure that you know, <laughs> definitely gotten into their you know, into their you know songwriting, uh, you know, among many other things, you know. So, your your debut album, Ancient Geometry, as it's called, is uh, getting ready to come out soon. What does the album title mean? And before you answer that, as I kind of was just thinking about it as as two words, two abstract words, kind of thrown together. I was in kind of reading some of the lyrics for the two songs, Lift and uh, Plasticine. I kind of got like a sense of like, almost like, not necessarily a longing for your past, but just kind of like thinking about your past and kind of like not letting it determine your, like bogging down your future, maybe. And I know that you're the drummer and maybe don't necessarily know much about the (laughs) the lyrics and stuff like that, but um, I thought maybe you would know a little bit more about the album title as a whole. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, that's kind of not my strongest point, you know, or my strongest suit, but, um, you know, I could definitely, you know, touch on the topic. It's kind of just, you know, um, kind of points to everything being laid out in form, you know, you can, you can say that it's a, it's an understanding and acceptance of, you know, what you are and what you will become, Um, you know, and musically it's kind of, um, you know, it just speaks as like a connection between everybody involved in it, you know, in, in, in the songwriting itself. Okay. Yeah, it was like one of those, like, as I was kind of thinking, I was like, ah, you know, I know some people like kind of t- like, you know, talk about it like, oh, what does this mean to you? And kind of like everyone gives their, like, you know, their own answer, you know, within a band. And I know sometimes people just are like, someone throws out a, a thing and someone's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's run with it. And there's really no meaning behind it. And then everyone will just spend, you know, <laughs> the better part of a, a year or two going like, I wonder what this means. There's some deeper meaning behind this. And you're like, no, not really. I, I think, you know, to be honest, I think, you know, we kind of looked at it as something that has a lot of, you know, a lot of different meanings in different ways, you know, but a lot of it kind of falls into even just as a whole, you know, how you can 
you know, everyone kind of played their their equal part, you know, and uh, you know, especially between the four of us, you know, that the you know, there's no point of view that's been you know, given greater or lesser importance, and you know, all the points on the surface are are you know equally accessible. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's just uh it's it kind of just represents us as a whole I think you know and in the many ways that we could look at it you know it, it kind of just made sense to us and it kind of you know and and just you know verbally it had a nice flow to it as well you know it just it kind of just clicked once we once we kind of started talking about it it's it just seemed to to just be it you know we were we were happy with that so yeah. Um, so when you guys have just recently put out Plasticine, the, uh, first single, quote unquote, first single, um, I never know anymore if something's actually a first single or if it's more like the promotional single anymore, because a lot of labels do that now. Um, we'd actually put out, um, one song before that too, um, Lift? but you're right, like, I and mean, I guess I would call it, yeah, Lift, I mean, I guess I would, I don't know if, you know, yeah, like you said, industry term, I mean, is it technically a single if it's not? you know, on the radio or, you know, we, we put out that song with a um, kind of like a visual lyric video. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we realized that by the time the record was probably going to be ready to come out, we were probably going to put a couple things out there. Um, so after, you know, after a little bit of time, we realized, all right, we need to get another song out. So that's when we put out Plasticine. Um, and there's definitely more stuff to come. Uh, I think we're going to try to put out... Um, maybe one more song before we release a, a music video that we shot a um, little oh, right about a month ago. It was like the first week of December uh, for another song off the record. So we're definitely going to be putting a lot out there for, for people to see, you know, in anticipation uh, in anticipation for the album itself. Do you feel cause something I, I sometimes try to, I think of when I, you know, especially in talking with some of these bands that are, you know, people from older bands kind of pre-internet, pre the way the music industry kind of does things now. Like, I almost feel like at times <laughs> there's like a, a sort of oversaturation. Like before it would be like, you know, you'd get a record, you'd literally have the one song to kind of right. spurn the, the, the lead for, hey, I really want to buy this album when it comes out in, you know, a month or two or whatever. And it seems like now, like, you know, I was I, I do a Deftones discography discussion with uh, Fallon from Kitty or ex kid at this point. Um, but, you know, something I remember with, like, Diamond Eyes specifically is they did a teaser video for, like, a week and a half or, like, a week where you just heard, like, the main riff to uh, Rocket Skates. Then Rocket Skates comes out. Then a video comes out. But the official first, like, single was technically Diamond Eyes. And then it's, like, you know, like, you have all this promotional material now, it seems like, to where you're almost sort of oversaturating. And especially when it comes to, you know, you put out, or a band's going to put out like, you know, we'll say a 10 song album or an 11 song album. And there's like four or five songs out before the record's even done. It's like, are you putting, like, are you afraid of putting out too much to where maybe you're like going to dissuade people from like buying the record or, you know, is there any kind of worry about that? Like, I, cause I don't, um, or I don't know if my question's making quite a lot of sense on that, but no, I mean, I, I, not only does your question make sense, but it's kind of funny that you brought up this topic because it's it's kind of hilarious the the learning curve that we've kind of all you know ste you know stepped into here because I've been talking about it a lot lately you know how it's definitely been tough you know I'm not tough but it's been a little bit of a challenge just to you know 
get comfortable with how to to socially you know uh, you know how to push a band through social media. Um, when a life once lost, or when I left, and pretty much for all of a life once lost uh, existence as a band, it was pretty much before you know Facebook was a huge tool for for marketing as far yeah, as music goes. You would have goes. Like, what MySpace at that point. Yeah, it was pretty much just MySpace, and you know, I, I'm, I, I guess we had one. I'm pretty positive that we had one, but it was not even close to the, you know, <laughs> the animal that the internet is today for right. for all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's it's definitely just that, like getting just getting used to all that stuff has definitely been tough. And um, you know, as far as oversaturating or you know everything with this record, as far as it being an independent release, um, it's been you know, the first song we had put out was, you know, just because we were we were ready, the record was done. It had been done for a little for a little while, but you know, we weren't sure what we were gonna do if we were gonna find a label to put it out, whether we were gonna put it out, you know, what the best avenue was for us to start releasing music. You know, we didn't want it to to fly under the radar. We felt really good about it and we didn't wanna just throw it up on the internet and like try to get our friends to like our page, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate all, all, all of our friends that liked our page you know, and all that, but you know, we just knew that we needed to, to really strategically figure out how we were going to get, you know, ourselves out there to the public. Right. Um, you, you know, especially being a, you know, a band, like I said, that is, is brand new. Um, you know, we, we don't have, you know what we have two songs out there no full length no you know no management no label you know so it's 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 a fun experience but it's definitely just uh you know a little bit of a learning curve you know just getting ourselves out there um but we we hired some great pr people um uh, adrenaline pr mm-hmm. natalie and maria ferraro um, maria ferraro has been been in the game for for a long time and she worked with the life once lost and uh previously so um you know, it was nice to to have somebody that we were familiar with to to help us get the ball rolling, and they've they've done a fantastic job so far. And, you know, um, we've got like twenty five thousand views on our Facebook player, which is far more than we would have thought. Um, you know, for for a bunch of nobodies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking so, kind of know. to the good, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, kind of speaking to you know, that you, you have all these views and all that kind of stuff. Has it been kind of surprising that the, I mean, overwhelmingly positive feedback that you've gotten from both Lyft and more so Plasticine? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, we're, we're really excited to see that, you know, people from all over are, are liking the stuff. And, you know, like you said, people are going to throw the, the Deftones reference around, but you know, it's, even the people that seem to be throwing that around, you know, we're still getting a ton of them, you know, that can't wait till the record come out or have already, you know, we've got a ton of pre-orders for the record. Um, you know, I think that, you know, people that like that kind of music, um, don't get it as often as they would like, you know, right. there's, um, you know, a lot of the stuff nowadays, it's, it's, you know, it's just a little bit different in sound. And I feel like we do have a little bit of that, that influence from, you know, nineties bands that, you know, a lot of people can kind of resonate with because it's, it's what they grew up on, you know, and there's just a lot of different sounds out there now, you know, musically. And, um, you know, we kind of just hope that we could, you know, take, take our sound and, and, you know, uh, reach people that are, you know, 
into that kind of stuff, but in this modern day, you know, and kind of just touch on, touch on everything a little bit, you know? Yeah. So something I often wonder, especially with, you know, a band that has, you know, members of a, a previous band in it and so forth. And what goes into picking, you know, the first song or two to kind of represent what the band is about and as far as sound like the sound of the band and so forth to kind of put out there and be like this this is what we are as the entity of Vexus like what went into picking the song or was it just kind of like a eh, we we all kind of genuinely like these you know lift and plasticine and think these are like the best that we you know to put out for a first representation of our of us yeah i think really you know really came down to us narrowing down a couple of songs that to us seemed like like you said, really represented our sound um, without, you know, losing steam anywhere. You know, the the songs that we that we're picking to to put out to us seem to be the the most captivating or or the you know the most energetic and you know because I feel like the album as a whole kind of has a lot of um, you know a lot of ups and downs and and you know brings you to a lot of different places and you know some songs are, are more suitable I think uh, for you know, a status of a, a single or being, you know, on a, you know, like a station or, or something like that. And some are just a little longer than your average, you know, that really comes into play, at least in my head, when I'm thinking of a, of a song to release, it's got to be, you know, three to five minutes, anything longer than that. I think you have the potential maybe for losing some people's uh, attention, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so you had kind of already mentioned that you had played out probably just locally. Um, what are the plans for the band as far as like a, a touring live setting looking like? Is this going to be kind of like a sort of weekend warrior kind of thing and just kind of branching out along the East Coast and doing things when it makes sense? Or are you guys trying to make a, you know, a decent run at, you know, touring quite a bit? I think everything's still somewhat up in the air. You know, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I think it's definitely going to, you know, unless something crazy happens in the next, couple of months or something <laughs> you know this is going to be an ind independent release um and like i said even the you know the amount of feedback and the you know the type of feedback that we've gotten so far is is a lot more than we expected right off the bat um so you know so far we you know we're real happy with the you know little bit of success we've had you know just getting the stuff out on the internet so far and and you know our first our first taste of like a social media marketing campaign you know Right, um, but that's you know, and that's been great. So, to be honest, we kind of just have to see what happens once we put this record out. You know, um, you know, we're all a little bit older, you know, and, and like you and I have touched on before, it's uh, this is kind of like a, a second round for us, you know, um, a little later in life. So, to just jump and you know, jump in the van and and you know, go war, you know, warrior style like we were twenty one again might not be as realistic as uh, we would like it to be. So kind of have to see, you know, what happens with once we start releasing, you know, uh, music video and the record and, and go from there and just uh, see what kind of opportunities pop up. Um, you know, just hope we can turn some heads and, you know, maybe land some cool stuff that we would be able to, to get our asses out on the road for, you know? Yeah, for sure. Is there a, with an album like this, I, I feel like it would lend itself really well to vinyl. Is have, is that something you guys are looking into or a possibility or just kind of want to see how it does in a, a digital age, in a digital format? I, I think we all want to get it out on vinyl. Um, we're, we're already 
looking into it and i think we've figured out somewhere that we're going to have um press the record so um, i would definitely say that you know at some point you know after the release we'll be putting out something on vinyl you know we all we all want to do that so i'd say you definitely plan on seeing that <laughs> yeah just as i like i said the two songs that i've heard as i was listening to it i was like oh i could see you know, you put it on, I think, if I remember correctly, it was like nine or ten songs, I think, is what the album's going to be, the full, like, fully. Yeah. And it's like I could see... Yeah, I think... Yeah. As I say, I could easily see it being, yeah, like, think... one of those things where when you put it on, like, you know, you get through to about track five or whatever, and then, you know, flipping it over and just kind of really immersing oneself in the in the actual music listening process for an album like this, personally. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, you know this this record is definitely you know uh, the type of, of of sound that you know not only digitally it should you know come through and sound great but it's 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 nice and warm for vinyl as well you know yeah um so this is where i usually have a the person plug the socials uh you can plug your own or the bands more importantly and okay. release date of the the album okay um, all right, so uh, you want us to do our our Facebook or our uh, Instagram or um, oh, I know our, our Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Our our Instagram is um, at We Are Vexes, V E X E S. Let's see. We got our um, our Bandcamp page where we're doing all our pre-orders from at the moment, which is. Um, let, me, let me just get that address for you. I'm not. Uh, Vexes, V-E-X-E-S, and then 732.bandcamp.com. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> say so much my, fun that you have to like, learn, learn all these things uh, that you didn't necessarily have to for interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a help, you know, sound like an old man here. Um, and then we've got, uh, you know, our, our Facebook page, which seems to be our... our bread and butter so far I honestly I'm not even sure I can tell you you know you just got to search Bex's and uh, and look for us on there I guess uh, uh, you know I think most of our social media though now is at we are Vex's as I say, it's what it is um, for Facebook or we are Vex's yeah. yeah yeah so um, and, and then, then the, uh, the album Ancient Geometry is coming out February 23rd and then it looked like I had saw either on your Facebook page or on the bands. I don't know if this is still something you're looking for for graphic design work, maybe for merch or something. Yeah, I mean we're you know we want to definitely put out a lot of different merch. Um, you know we really like all that stuff. So um, you know we're we're always uh, I guess you could say like accepting uh, you know submissions <laughs> for any. Type. Yeah, yeah, you know we're. You know, we're we're always looking for for anybody that thinks that they might be able to to come up with some cool artwork for us for for anything. You know, whether you're somebody who does album covers or T-shirts or logo designs. You know, um, we'd love to to just see what people out there have and, and what they're coming up with. You know, and they might have something that'll work for us, or you know, just might just fit. You know, visually what we're going for. You know, and be that kind of that kind of artist that's in our wheelhouse. So, um, you know more than welcome for people to hit us up and, and, you know, put a little link in there to any kind of portfolio or anything like that, you know? For sure. And then I always end these episodes with a song. It can be by anyone or it could be your own. What would you like me to um, end this out to? 
You know what? At the, at this point, at this stage in the game, uh, you know, I should be pushing the band as much as possible. So sure. let's go with one of our songs. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say, you know, let's do let's do maybe lift since you know uh, I think plasticine reached a lot more people and um, you know maybe they haven't heard lift yet, so it wouldn't hurt to throw that in there if it's not uh, if that's not too bad. Yeah, and uh, is there any like a background story or like something interesting about it? Like maybe during the recording or something like that about it? Um, not that I can think of. Um, you know, there's a really awesome uh, visual lyric video that we had um, um, done. Um, you know, I, I don't know much about the artist, but he's he's somewhere in like the Czech Republic or something. Um, you know, and he does some really good work. Um, you know, I'd be glad to to relay that information if anybody wants to reach out to us to to find out who he is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say you know go go on um go on our Facebook page or you know or our YouTube channel and uh, and take a look at that video as well as listening to it. Um, it's really cool and it's some really uh, really awesome stuff. You know, plus it's, the lyrics are up there, so you can get familiar with that as well. Yeah, well, I want to thank you for your time on uh, this. Uh chilly evening <laughs> for both of us yeah totally and uh hopefully very soon once the record's out we'll be seeing you guys kind of hitting the road a little bit and people will be able to uh check you guys out in a live setting yeah you're in michigan right i am grand rapids grand rapids yeah we've been getting a lot of a lot of good feedback from michigan so we would love to get up there soon i used to play up there a lot with, with life and floss so um you know we always we always had good times up in michigan so that was my conversation with Justin Graves of the band Vexus, formerly of A Life Once Lost. As you heard, Ancient Geometry is coming out February 23rd, so we have a, a new another album to look forward to in this early year. Uh, if you would like to pre-order this album, you can head over to the Bandcamp page at vexus732.bandcamp.com and pre-order the album there. Uh, I believe it's just going to be a digital version only at this point. I don't think they have physical media for sale yet. I don't think that's what the pre-order is for. Uh, but I am eagerly awaiting that vinyl if they ever make it. Uh, this definitely is an album that I think would be really good to to put on a record player and just kind of get immersed in. Um, also looking forward to seeing if this band ends up touring very much. Uh, it's always interesting when you find a band like this, like Vexus, that when you find them and find that they're like on a different area than you, like with them being out on the East Coast and I'm here in the Midwest or wherever you may happen to live if it's not the, the East Coast, that you may not get to see this band. And it's always kind of rough because you're like, well, I really want to see this band. <laughs> and uh, so I'm hoping that the... Uh, album will do well and that there will be enough of a, a want for the band to kind of hit the road a little bit here in 2018 and, and kind of at least get to the east coast midwest the south and maybe even the west coast and just kind of do it break it down in like little weekend warrior type stuff um all that being said if you would like to follow the band to find out when and if they are going to tour and some merch and all that kind of stuff and just basically support the band as a whole you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at we are vexus that's v e x e s and if you would like to follow them on Twitter you can follow them at capital v capital e capital x capital e capital s u s uh that's vexus u s but the vexus is all capitalized if you would like to follow Mosh Pit Nation, our partner of the podcast, you can follow them on moshpitnation.com. You can find them on Facebook at Mosh Pit Nation West MI, capital MI. 
Uh, you can find them on Instagram and Twitter at Mosh Pit Nation. And if you would like to follow me, as I said earlier in the intro, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at John's Entitled Podcast. You can tweet at me at John's Entitled Pod, or you can email me at John's Entitled Pod at gmail.com. Also, huge, you can now rate and review on Facebook. I don't know what it does. Apparently, it's a new thing that they're probably going to start judging us on uh, and numbers that we will start needing. But uh, if you could rate and review me on Facebook, that would be great. I don't think I've gotten one yet. Uh, But also of importance, do the same across any of the other ways that you are getting this podcast. SoundCloud, iTunes, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, rate, review, subscribe. Any of those things are all greatly appreciated, and they help tremendously. And as I will beat to death this year, in early 2018, I am going to beat it to death. I want this podcast to go to the next level. I want to get all kinds of different guests, and I don't want something as remedial as Facebook likes or my internet reach and all that kind of stuff to slow me down. So if you are listening to this Whatever you're listening to this on, please just go and subscribe. I only post an episode a week. I don't post a lot of shit uh, on my socials. Typically, it's just, hey, I got a new episode out, or hey, I'm doing some research on a band. And typically, if you see me post something like, hey, I'm doing research, that mean, either means I, I have that person or someone from that thing coming up, or I have already reached out to that person and I or someone from that band, and I'm just trying to uh, get some some background info maybe that I, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's a little decoding message uh, whenever I post something on my socials. Uh, I would definitely say Instagram, you're going to see more random pictures, especially when I get ready to go travel, records I'm listening to and so forth, like I posted the Twitching Tongues Disharmony album I was listening to last night. Uh, Snapchat, if you guys want to follow me on that, I think it's just John's Entitled Pod. I don't know. Um, But regardless, uh, you'll just see me typically not doing a whole lot. Um... Twitter, I'm going to get more... I get more into that because I can just post random thoughts and ideas and I don't have friends really follow... Like, legitimately real-life friends follow me on that, so I don't feel as bad posting shit on there. Um, You're probably going to see me going a lot crazier on Twitter with uh, the NFL playoffs coming up. And if you guys watched the wildcard weekend, what a fucking weekend that was. Uh, The Mariota touchdown to himself. Holy shit. I actually texted uh, to me and was like, holy fuck. Uh, that catch and some of the memes I've seen come out from it are really fucking great Uh, the NBA season's getting into full swing right now we're just at about all-star break actually this morning I saw someone post a sort of rant some gentleman went on some father went on about how Jordan and Kobe suck and LeBron is great Uh, as someone who does like LeBron and and I don't necessarily understand all the hate that he gets uh, as far as you know how good he really is uh, it was funny to watch someone rip on Jordan and basically say that Jordan fucking lost from 84 to 89, yeah, 89, basically getting beat by all these better teams, you know, the bad boy Piston teams, the Lakers teams, you know, and all this. And then they were like, oh, so when he beats, you know, when he won his first ring and he he beat, you know, the LA, who did he beat? Oh, it was, you know, Magic in his last year after he got you know, the AIDS virus, and everybody else was gone. And then when he beat Portland, like, they had fucking nobody. 
And then when he beat, you know, all these people, like, oh, they didn't have anybody. And then he goes and plays baseball. And with just, you know, basically Scottie Pippen and them, they won one less game, I think, that year than they did the year before with Jordan going to the finals and winning. And he was like, so, I mean, the team didn't do any better or really any less than with you on the team. And then those three years that you came back and won those championships, you beat the Cel- or a Sonics team that basically just had Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, but they didn't really beat anybody on their way to the final. So they were really no but like paper champions of the Western Conference. And then it's like you play Stockton and Malone, who were like almost in their like mid 30s. So of course you should have won. And you had Scottie Pippen and you had like a fucking stacked team. And then he was talking about how, you know, if Kobe Bryant was the shit. You know, they fucking got beat, swept, actually, by the Pistons in, what, 03 or 04? And then he goes, and LeBron basically beat those same Pistons a year later all by himself, scoring 34 points in a row to take them to the finals. I mean, granted, they got swept by San Antonio that year, but this is what it is. And, you know, he's talking about how LeBron went to, has gone to seven finals in a row, uh, something that, like, no one's really done, especially in the modern era of basketball. And... I mean, it was <laughs> it was kind of hard to sit there and like listen to all that and not be like, I mean, these are facts. These are facts. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. I, I really love sports, and I know I don't really get to talk a, a ton about sports on here, but this is like one of my favorite times of the year. The, uh, the NFL is in, you know, great playoff mode. Get to see all these like things play out. The lines are out of it, but we got – we might be getting the defensive coordinator for – uh, New England, and the fact that we haven't made any leeway as far as who we're taking makes me think that because they can't announce who the coach is until the playoffs are pretty much done or until a team's eliminated makes me think that uh, it might be Patricia from the uh, New England Patriots. So I'm excited to see how this football season plays out. I'm excited to see what the Lions do. I'm excited to see where college football season's going to go. It was another great national championship game uh, going into overtime again. Well, it didn't go into overtime last year, I don't think. Uh, but still, basically a nail-biter. Um, this college football playoff thing is great. I love it. Even though Michigan, which is my team, didn't make it in. But be that as it may, um, I'm just I'm loving sports right now. And I'm really excited that baseball is getting ready to start up in the next couple of months. Uh, I have a trip coming up to Chicago planned. And I saw that the Braves are playing the Chicago Cubs. And I'm excited to go and see my Braves and support them and get my chop on. And also go see Wrigley Field, someplace I've always wanted to go and never seen. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited for football. Basketball is in like almost the mid-season form, so I'm loving that. And I would love to get some people on to talk some fucking sports. Doc Coyle, I am going to tag the shit out of you and everything and get your ass on this fucking podcast so we can talk some fucking sports. Um, so with all that being said, uh, when I was working on this episode... Uh, the band actually released a new song today, as of what I'm recording this. Uh, the song is called Hellion, and it's a little bit different uh, of a song than what they've already been putting out between Lyft and uh, Plasticine. But I sent a thing out to Natalie from Adrenaline PR, and I was like, hey, can I get that song, too, to include on this episode? And she obliged. So we're actually going to do something a little bit different on this podcast, and we are going to put two songs at the end of this one. So we are going to start off by playing Lift, which was the first single they put out, and then we're going to end it right after that with Hellion, which is the new song. Again, if you would like to buy, if you like these two songs, you can head over to Bandcamp, vexes732.bandcamp.com and pre-order this album, Ancient Geometry, which comes out on February 23rd. So without further ado, this is Lift, followed by Hellion. Talk to you next week. <laughs>